Ladies and gentlemen, and low lives. And we're back. Well, we just me this time. Another ramble session. Um, thank you for tuning in, listening, whatever you want to call it. Uh, myself, Tomas, your host of Meatball Thoughts, here, rocking it out. Um, sorry, my body and my mind are a little, they're a little tired. I actually, um, as some of you will know, um, cause you probably follow me personally, not just the, 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 um, the podcast account, but I just ran my first half marathon today. Just, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. And it was my first, uh, my first attempt at just saying, fuck it, let's roll. Um, but, uh, I'm also, I, I kind of want to switch the structure up a little bit. So you guys let me know how it, how it sounds, how it feels, but, uh, I'm going to start with the shout outs first. Um, about a week and a half ago, or maybe it was last week. I think it was last week. Uh, I got a hold. I mean, uh, there's a restaurant. Okay. First thing. It's a restaurant in St. Catharines, uh, called dispatch, which, um, I'm going to briefly summarize what I remember from the situation, but basically they, they were left a really horrible Google review. Um, because some person, some patron, um, was basically lying, uh, lying to, uh, the internet, which is not uncommon, uh, especially, especially for reviews because people feel a little, some type of way. And they were like, well, we're not going to be patrons here anymore because, because the neighborhood isn't nice because there's more homeless. And it's like, do you think that's the restaurants like doing like you're leaving an individual restaurant review over over something that they don't have necessarily control over. And from what I can tell, um, the chef, the staff, the the, the business is quite community minded. Um, just from I, I exchanged a few messages back and forth with uh, with the chef, and uh, I mean, that I would I would love to have. Uh, would love to have them on, uh, on the podcast, but, uh, I also don't possess a car readily available. So it's unlikely that will be very soon, but, um, I will keep it in mind for a future guest, but it's just like, like, and then, so he proceeds to go on this, like, just like he posted it to the stories, their stories and goes on like a rant of like, Hey, like, I, I don't know if it's a man or a woman. I'm, uh, so I'm just going to say person, this person, um, man, woman, trans, whatever it, it, it doesn't matter. Just like this, this person's energy was clearly very just childish. And they decided to, to blame the business because they were uncomfortable about maybe their lack of community involvement or, um, lack of understanding, trying to understand what someone like that might be going through. Um, but all that is to say that like, they're 
like no restaurant wants you to experience you know maybe you're the um somebody home there they have mental they have mental health issues and they're and they're um you know they're 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 making loud noises or they're or they're or they're clearly on some kind of uh, uh substance whether it be alcohol or drugs or i mean alcohol is a drug but um i think it was it was such a really beautiful way to hear about like a chef a restaurant a a just like someone who clearly gives all of the cares all of the shits about the community that they're in and they want to see it thrive. And just, and I think, I think it was like their second or third last message, like story post that was like, you're not welcome back to the restaurant. Like you clearly don't care about the community. They, you know, cause I think they're in downtown St. Catharines. Um, and this person had mentioned in their review, like, we'll just go eat at Port Luzi. It's like, Port is like that bougie part of St. Catharines that like just not the most down to earth people as far as I've experienced it in the past go there. It's very whitewashed kind of BS. Um, and the food's not very good in Port Dalhousie. Like <laughs> I know that's, it's, you know, that's maybe that's unfair. I, it has been a number of years since I've eaten in Port Luzi, so the experiences I had when I was there were not memorable. Let's just say that. Um, so big shout out to Dispatch for just being the more compassionate, the better person, or better business, better like just just really no man like 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 they just straight up said you're wrong. The customer is wrong. Like you're not welcome back to our establishment and change your attitude about those that are less fortunate. And I think that was the absolute right thing to say. I think, I think more businesses need to take that stance. Not necessarily like, you know, obviously some businesses are just flat out wrong. (laughs) So, so not every business, but um, I really, I think they did. They did a really, really good job at articulating how flawed this person's view was, and 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 how much com- uh, or, or how how much of a lack of compassion there was. Um, and second shout out goes to uh, the flour mill. The flour mill is no, neither of these are in Toronto. So, like, if you guys are you know uh, doing more like staycations and traveling around Ontario. Consider going to Stratford. It's not in Stratford. It's in St. Mary's, which is um, just outside of Stratford. Uh, owner, operator, um, Alex Murphy. And uh, I believe... So uh, Alex is... Or was... or it, Sorry. Jesus, my brain. Uh, Alex is... Uh, she's been in hospitality for decades. Like... She used to work at Suser back in the day and is just like, she is, every time I've met her, uh, which has only been a handful of times, she has been one of the nicest. I think I spent uh, a Christmas uh, at her family, at their family farm, like, um, what was it, it would have been, 
like seven or eight years ago. Um, just like all around, uh, you've, you've heard shout outs before with OMG real estate, um, Stephen Murphy, Nick Murphy, Jacko, just the whole Murphy family, very, very down to earth people. And all the things I'm seeing, I have not been able to get out there because like I said, don't have a car, but, um, I have no doubt in my mind that the food and the atmosphere that they have created there is absolutely stunning. Like it just, it looks amazing. You see videos and pictures and things like that. And just like they did like a little reel of a uh, walkthrough like a few weeks ago. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's amazingly beautiful. Um, and just so clearly all thought out, they've got their own uh, kombuchas, I believe. And it's just like, they're just, they're just great people. Just all around great people. Um, that being said, those are the shout outs. Um, please go check them out. Give them a follow. Um, uh, I believe the flower mill, you can uh, you can purchase things online, things like that. And maybe, maybe they get sent to you. I'm not entirely sure. But um, uh, we'll tag them in the, in the post. Um, but today... Today I'm gonna I'm gonna well, I've got a few notes over here I'm looking at. Um, I'll explain John's situation real quick. Uh, I don't think he'd be upset at me um, just flat out explaining it. Uh, John obviously has started Affinity Fish with our uh, our good friend and uh, he's been on a couple times. Matt Matt Parker Max Taylor. Uh, chef of Sakai Bar. Uh, they started Affinity Fish, and they uh, they're they're doing pretty pretty alright right now. Uh, they're looking to expand and get a second fisherman to help them out, so they can uh, make sure their supplies are really good. But John, you know, he doesn't have time. Straight up, like he's gonna be on uh, the last the last week of every month. Um, as like more of a recurring guest and he'll he'll let us in let us know about what's going on with affinity and what it's been like to kind of get his his fish business off the ground but he legit just doesn't have time in and there's i think there's a lot of reasons why i would love to have him on all the time but um but he's got he's got to make his money man he's got he's got to go get he's got to go get his paper um, and, and it's something that really he's quite passionate about. Um, you know, I know I'm super excited for him. I'm a little bummed obviously because I, I love John and mine's back and forth. Um, you know, he's a little more reserved and I'm a little bit more of a, a, a loose lipped kind of a, kind of a person. Um, but obviously, uh, moving forward, it'll just be a lot more of, of, uh, of my voice and things like that. But like I said, John will be, he will be back once a month. Um, and, and, and I look for, I look forward to those kind of conversations with him. So John, if you're listening, I love you. I appreciate you. Can't wait to sit down with you in a couple weeks and, um, and moving on. Um, so I had this idea, um, two, three, four weeks ago to kind of just record. So this past 
Friday, July 9th, 2021 was my, was my two year anniversary. No booze, no blow. Um, and I thought it was just a kind of a good idea, you know, maybe, maybe it's not, who knows? (laughs) Um, but to explain what, because I know I've mentioned uh, a bunch of times on the podcast before about addiction and stuff like that, and uh, you know, John and I, or myself, I'm I'm certainly a big proponent of you know looking after your mental health. Go if like if you think you should go to therapy, a hundred percent you should be going to therapy. Or if you're like if your body hurts, like go exercise. Like it doesn't seem to make sense and it certainly didn't make sense to me like two and a half three years ago to just be like oh I feel like crap I should go like exercise so that I don't feel like crap like I just I I didn't understand the concept but um I'm sidetracking but I think I think the important thing for me when I talk about my addiction is just the the it's I I am I guess I'm I'm pretty comfortable talking about it because I didn't like the person who I used to be. I I say this to people all the time. I was I went to some like lawn bowling thing um that uh my roommate his friends are the guy who organizes. He's like, "Oh, come on uh, on Monday night and they're do this lawn bowling." So, I was like, "Okay, cool. I'll go." meet some fun people. I brought a, a non-alcoholic beer. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll drink a beer while I'm there. And, uh, you know, everyone else is drinking there, but I don't, it doesn't phase me really. Um, it's just nice to, nice to be able to socialize again. But I said something there that was like, I, I to, to somebody who I don't know, seemingly like, I, I think, you know, we had, I met her and I had, we'd been hanging out there for like an hour, hour and a half or something like that. And I said something to the effect of like, I like this version of me because an old version of me was just not a good person. Um, and I think it's important to recognize that not only because certainly we are forever evolving and changing and, and, and what have you, but like, if you can't, like if you can't recognize, I suppose if if you can't recognize the 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 change or the progression or the 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 shift in your mental, like I feel like you're just not. Maybe you're not pushing enough, and I'm I'm not trying to sound like too harsh for people that are going through something. You know, it's it's not easy. It's not, and and it's not enjoyable at the time. I mean, certainly going through the last two and a half years of therapy and, and, and just like the ups and downs of my brain, like chemically balancing after years of like, just not caring and consuming whatever I could get my hands on and put in my body, whether it be booze, you know, this, that, and the other thing of hard drugs, whether it doesn't matter what it was. It was just like 
the first year was just discomfort. There was very little, like, there were certainly, like, little day-to-day joys, but, like, overall, not happy. (laughs) And I think that's important. Like, Like, because I, like, even if I'm having a bad, like, on literally... So I'm recording this, um, and I'm, I'm going to put it out later. So like, I'm literally recording this on Wednesday. I'm going to put it out tonight. Um, but on Sunday brunch service noon, I grabbed a screaming hot pan. Like today, like Sunday was just not my day. Just like legit burned my palm to like, now I have like, probably the size of like a quarter or a loony um like size boil on the inside of my palm and that skin is like just it's dead and it's just holding all of that all of the necessary things to to for it to heal in there but like sunday was just not your day and like that's i suppose that's kind of what the first year of being clean sober was like it just wasn't my year it just wasn't it just sucked (laughs) it sucked in such a great way though because the you just end up enjoying in that second year of sobriety after the first one you know i had my ups and downs i wasn't i wasn't by no stretch of the imagination was i was i just uh, you know, happy in, in the second year, in the past year, like I had my ups and downs. I had my, my moments of just like, I don't, I had my cravings. I had my, had my discomforts, but I think getting through that first year just made me appreciate the fact that like there was, there was a time probably when I was 23 24 25 like just in the beginning stages of like me just diving deeper and deeper and deeper into the sadness where i couldn't imagine going like three days without a drink or i couldn't imagine like not smoking pot for like you know a month or something like that or like i'm for the record, I'm still smoking. I mean, I'm taking this month off of THC, so I'm just smoking like CBD stuff. But, um, but it's just like it's it's just one of those things where I'm just I'm so appreciative of, I suppose, knowing how bad of a person I used to be. Like I lied, I cheated, I stole, I, now, obviously there are variant degrees of this. I'm not trying to say like, I, I certainly, I never lived on the streets. I never, I always had a roof over my head. At times it was touch and go because I would be late for rent at, you know, in previous years, or I would, um, make up lies about what, you know, you just, you just, it's a perpetual state of, of lying to other people and lying to yourself. Um, 
and and by no stretch do I think that everyone should be sober. I think that's fucking ridiculous, especially because I know so many people who have a really healthy relationship with alcohol and straight up I'm jealous. <laughs> and maybe maybe one day, maybe one day after like, you know, 5 or 6 years I'll I'll try and have a couple sips of wine or something like that, but um it's highly unlikely i i at this point super unlikely because i'm like i like i like being where i'm at and that sounds so simple maybe maybe even too simple i don't know but i just i like i like being as present and as myself as i am and I don't know if I don't know if there's many people who choose to feel that or 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 choose to see it that way. You know, that could just be my own little hippy dippy energetic self um, rambling about it. But but like the amount of disdain that I held for myself circa three four years ago was fucking mind-boggling also i'm gonna do my best to swear a little less during these podcasts because um you know not full-on nana voice but like i call my nana voice my like you know you, you don't swear at all you don't say any bad words but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go full-on nana voice but i will i am going to do my best to use a, a little less uh cursing so maybe the people that i showed out won't be so uh won't be upset about me just using a few words here and there. <sighs> using a few words here and there. Sorry, my bad. Um, yeah, man, like just, I love, like, I'm hmm, maybe I don't love, but I definitely like me now. Like, I like being the silly, the sometimes overly serious, overly emotional. Um, like, you know, I can cry at the drop of a goddamn hat. Like, <laughs> I mean, not like I couldn't before. I was always, you know, I, the family I was brought up in, we were always very, very just cry it out, cry it out. You need to have a good cry. And, and maybe that's the piece that, that, that I'd like to push forward with, with this pod, with this podcast, just legit in general. is just like chefs, cooks, hospitality people are, are just, we're, we're almost conditioned to just say whatever it is for the customer. And maybe that's why, you know, dispatch just like, I just, it made me, I was reading it like first thing in the morning. Um, it was like, it was like 6.30 in the morning. And I was reading his, his little posts and it was just like, no man, like it's not always for the customer. Like it has to be for you first. If the customer gets it, that's awesome. Like that's amazing. And 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 obviously people always hope that the customer understands what they're trying to to put out into the world but like it's not for like it is to be hospitable but like this is your version of hospitality 
This is your version of, of, of taking care of somebody. So like, it's more for the person, I think, doing it than it is for the actual customer. Obviously, it's a business, so you want to make money. So yes, you do certain things for customers. You put certain items on a menu. You, you put certain flavors on a menu that sometimes you just, you know, you're like, oh, okay, it's a little played out, but like, I'll do, I'll do this version of it this year. Or, uh, you know, I'll do this thing with cherries this year instead of what we did last year. Something, something along those lines, right? But so obviously there's there's elements to it that is for the customer, but it I I think it just has to be for the the individual first, man. And maybe that's like a really almost self certainly a selfish way of looking at it to a degree, but but if it's not for you first, like like in in an effort to to keep it on the whole sobriety uh, tip for this episode it's like i tried to not do drugs and drink before but i was doing it to satiate other people and it lasted a week or two because the mind is a powerful thing and my willpower was non-existent so it wasn't because it wasn't for me at, at a certain point it was for the betterment of me and that's why it sticks it sticks because i want it not because someone else wants it so i think a restaurant that holds itself to a higher standard and they do it because it makes them happy like people follow man not and not like not in like a people are sheep kind of way just like people will get it people want to support that because you give a shit about the food because you give a shit about yourself you give a shit about the environment the community that you're creating whether it's you know you want to be a destination spot or you want to be uh, 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 a, a, just a neighborhood spot where, you know, the, the hundred thousand people that live around me in Toronto or, or the, the, the 20 or 50,000 people that live in this neighborhood, you know, I, I just want to, I want to do it for them. And if people come in from other neighborhoods, that's great. But like, for the most part, just like, it has to be for that person. Like, I don't, there's like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just beating the dead horse at this point, but I suppose the moral of what I'm getting at, is just like, I enjoy taking care of myself, whether it's hard some days or it's bloody easy. I enjoy taking care of me and liking me. And learning to love me. And I think there are a fair amount of people, cooks, chefs, servers, front of house professionals, sommeliers, that ended up doing it for other people. And it gets lost, and you become jaded. And if they were doing it for them, I think you'd find a lot more joy in it. 
And I certainly, I, I feel very fortunate to know a lot of people in the city who, and not just in the city, people around the world. I know my boy Alex in Australia and, um, uh, who else? I know a couple people in Montreal and like a boy out in Calgary. Like there's people, a couple of friends in New York, like there's people that just, they knew it was for them as much as it's for the experience of working in this or that place. It's still for them at the end of the day. They're doing it for them. They're not doing it for, they're not doing it for, you know, just, just, just to get by. Those people could get by at a handful of other things. They're doing this because it's for them. And I think when you apply that mentality to something like sobriety, I think it becomes something that something that you can just live by and something that you can you can love and you can appreciate and and it gives back to you. Hmm. God, it makes me look forward to doing mushrooms in September. <laughs> Uh, uh, man. So obviously I'm not full blown sober, right? I'm still a smoke pot and I do mushrooms once a year, but, um, yeah, I wish, I honestly wish I could record just the nonsense that comes out of my mouth when I, when I'm that high on mushrooms, but like bringing technology and like that amount of stimulation into the trip would not, it would not be good for it. Um, it would introduce a lot of fear and a lot of fear and a lot of ego into the trip, but, um, which is not the goal. Um, eh, depends, but, uh, but maybe I'll do a, a post post mushroom solo pod as well. Um, I'll keep them, keep them around 30 minutes just for a solo, but, um, I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, I hope you have a beautifully sunny day. I mean, it's sunny right now. Maybe when you listen to this, it won't be sunny or it'll be cloudy or it'll be rainy or what have you. But uh, also thanks to Ontario for moving us into phase three of COVID. a horrible person anyways um (laughs) you guys you guys know my opinions on doug ford um my feelings about how just garbage of a human being is um well i mean i suppose it's quite obvious obviously we didn't i didn't vote for the guy but um but yeah i hope i hope there's something that helps you smile today um hope there's maybe an interaction maybe a 
maybe a customer comes in and says thank you maybe uh, maybe a supplier you know throws you a little extra a little extra meat for staff meal or something or or what have you but um do me a solid um if you've made it this far into the episode uh rate review subscribe um there is a youtube channel i'm going to figure out how to if I could just get my friggin' procrastination brain off its ass, I'm going to figure out how to get just the straight up audio file. Cause I'm pretty sure you guys don't want to listen or look at me while I'm just rambling into a microphone. Um, so it's just going to be an audio file eventually on YouTube. And I would genuinely appreciate some, some, some rate review, subscribe kind of action where it's applicable. Um, you know, it helps, helps bump, helps bump the podcast up in, uh, certain algorithms, things like that. Um, but anyways, love you guys. Appreciate you. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Hey guys, thank you for listening. As always, if you have any comments or concerns, please hit us up at meatball thoughts on Instagram or email meatball thoughts at gmail.com. We love you and appreciate your support. Bye for now.